Hello, friends, and welcome to Jesus Time, where we talk about what Jesus tells us in our times with him. And one of the cool things about Jesus is that he is everywhere all the time. Jesus is God, and God is omnipresent. That means he can be everywhere at the same time. And he lives outside of time, and he orchestrates everything in ways that we can't even comprehend. And I feel like the Jesus time I experienced recently was a three-parter. <laughs> and, I, and I say that because I feel like what I've learned recently, and what Jesus has told me recently, was a puzzle that had these pieces and he put it together in a way that made me say, oh my goodness, that's so cool. <laughs> so I want to share those with you. Um, and it started with part one, my family and I are going through a devotional about Hebrew words. And I love this because sometimes we can read the English translation of the Bible and the Holy Spirit will always let us know what he wants to tell us. So we don't have to worry. I don't think about what version we read or how accurate um, one translation is over another. Uh, I I think it's good to read an accurate translation, don't get me wrong. But God is the one who speaks to us through his Holy Spirit, through the word. So I, I say all that because this Hebrew Bible study that we're going through, this devotional, we're looking at different passages and we're keying in on specific words and diving deep into not just the definition of that Hebrew word, but the connotation. One of those words is the word knowledge. And a few podcasts ago, we talked about wisdom and how God is teaching me wisdom and how exciting that was and how we can always apply that. Whereas knowledge, although very good, would have limits. Okay, so I'm reading this devotional about knowledge, which in the Hebrew is yada. And it has lots of different applications or depending on context, we would read that differently. So that's the same word knowledge as in Genesis when Adam knew Eve intimately. You know what I'm saying? Okay, that's yada. And then we talk about the knowledge of God all over the Old Testament. And that is also yada. So it is so cool that this Hebrew word study showed me or taught us that knowledge in the Old Testament in several places, it's not just a knowing, but it is an intimacy. How cool is that, you guys? How cool is that? So when the scriptures in the Old Testament specifically tell us to know God, it is an intimacy with God, not just a head knowledge. I was really excited about that. Okay, that's part one. Part two. (laughs) A few weeks ago, one of our pastors, Andrew Roberts, gave this fire teaching at our church. We're learning about Jesus year two. So year two of Jesus's ministry. And I love it. I love all things Jesus. (laughs) So Andrew, interestingly enough, started the teaching referring to an Old Testament passage. 
And then he explained something that blew my mind. He said, why would we look at the Old Testament to learn about Jesus? And he explained that if we do not read and know the Old Testament to know Jesus, then we will superimpose our own background onto Jesus. My mind was so blown. <laughs> was, I am not going to say I was screaming, but I'm not going to say that I wasn't. That is incredible. And it was so convicting because I do this. We do this. We read something Jesus said or Jesus did. And because of our experiences, our personalities, our wiring, we assume certain things about Jesus that may or may not be true. But if we read the Old Testament, we will have the richness of the foundation of who Jesus is based on who he says he is. You guys, can you even handle that right now? I was so excited, so convicted, so blown away. I can know Jesus better by reading the Old Testament. Okay, so part one, knowledge, yada. Part two, reading the Old Testament to know Jesus. Part three. So today, or actually last night, I was reading 1 Samuel 3, because I'm also going through the Bible in a year, which is delicious. And I'm reading about Samuel. So I'm going to read to you the passage I read, and then we're going to put all the puzzle pieces together to tell you what Jesus told me. I'm so excited about this. 1 Samuel 3, starting in verse 1. Meanwhile, the boy Samuel served the Lord by assisting Eli. Now in those days, messages from the Lord were very rare and visions were quite uncommon. One night, Eli, who was almost blind by now, had gone to bed. The lamp of God had not yet gone out and Samuel was sleeping in the tabernacle near the ark of God. Suddenly the Lord called out, Samuel! Yes, Samuel replied. What is it? He got up and ran to Eli. Here I am. Did you call me? I didn't call you. Eli replied, go back to bed. So he did. Then the Lord called out again, Samuel. Again, Samuel got up and went to Eli. Here I am. Did you call me? I didn't call you, my son. Eli said, go back to bed. Verse seven, Samuel did not yet know the Lord because he had never had a message from the Lord before. So the Lord called a third time, and once more Samuel got up and went to Eli. Here I am, did you call me? Then Eli realized it was the Lord who was calling the boy. So he said to Samuel, go and lie down again, and if someone calls again, say, speak, Lord, your servant is listening. So Samuel went back to bed. And the Lord came and called as before, Samuel, Samuel. Samuel replied, speak, your servant is listening. Then the Lord speaks to Samuel. And that is the beginning of Samuel hearing from the Lord and becoming a priest of the Lord. Okay. So bringing this all together. So this podcast is called Discipleship. And you're probably wondering, okay, what the heck? (laughs) But here's the cool part. 
We are commissioned by Jesus to make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to obey all that he's commanded us, and he's with us always to the end of the age. Okay, so when we think of discipleship, here's the deal. Jesus is teaching on discipleship, but like Andrew explained, we can look in the Old Testament to learn about Jesus. And what we've learned, what I learned, what Jesus showed me in my Jesus time was that one of the best and most important things we can do when we are discipling someone is teach them, show them when it is that God is speaking to them. Boom. And this is so simple, but it's such a big deal, you guys. Verse 7. Samuel did not yet know the Lord because he had never heard a message from the Lord before. Samuel did not know the Lord. Now, now this young boy, young man, I'm not sure how old he was at this point, was working in the temple. Imagine, I can imagine someone on staff at a church, but does not know God. That's what I picture of Samuel. And I'm thinking, how can you work in the temple under a priest and not know God? Okay, part one, know Yada. He probably knew about God. He probably knew a lot of the law, but he did not have an intimacy with God. He did not have that yet. Samuel did not yet know the Lord because he had never heard a message from the Lord before. So what is so cool here is that he kept running to Eli, the priest, thinking Eli was calling him. And it was Eli who showed Samuel that this was God speaking to him. I don't know how many times God would have had to call to Samuel. I don't know if Samuel would have ever figured this out on his own. Eli was like, oh, that's God. Next time you hear that. This is how you respond. So as we're discipling someone, it's not just saying, hey, this is God teaching you, or this is how you're hearing from God, but we're teaching them how to respond. We're teaching them to obey all that he has commanded. Boom. You know, years ago, I remember my sister sharing something very similar. No, actually, it was, I think it was pretty much exactly the same thing. She was disciplining this young woman And the young woman was starting to read the Bible. And my sister would ask her, hey, what did you read? Tell me about it. And this young woman would say, well, you know, I read this, this, but this really stood out to me. This really jumped out at me. And my sister would tell her, that is God speaking to you. And the girl responded, really? That's it? (laughs) Yes, that's it. And it was so cool. My sister was showing her, hey, this is what it's like for God to talk to you. This is what it looks like. This is what it can feel like. And this is how you respond. You obey. How cool is that? And so when I'm applying this to my own life, I'm thinking about the woman in my life. And guys, this makes it so simple, doesn't it? We don't have to be this super knowledgeable Bible teacher or scholar We just ask, hey, what is God teaching you lately? What are you learning? 
Oh, that's so cool. Have you been able to apply that in your life? That is so much simpler than figuring out how to micromanage someone's life, which was never Jesus's intention. Uh, I had a friend of mine share with me once, if we share our words, they will be our disciples. But if we share Jesus's words, they will be his disciples. (laughs) What an incredible, freeing, exciting, and Jesus-filled process discipleship is. You guys, I hope that you're excited about discipleship. I hope you're excited about Jesus and knowing him through the Old Testament. I hope you're excited about intimate knowledge of him. And I hope that you are excited to spend time with Jesus and for him to speak to you in your Jesus time. Love you guys.